Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of Velosos on social media. Welcome back to Soul Organized Style Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Stay listening. Soul Organized Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past, present and emerging. Today we've got Gabby Brown back on the podcast to discuss her posts about shoulder adjustments that she wrote for the socialist blog gabby has written three shoulder adjustment posts and today she talks about the first of those articles gabby's going to talk about shoulders in this podcast and give us an intro and the next one will be a more in-depth podcast about the shoulder adjustment posts that she wrote for socialists gabby thanks for coming back on to cell organized styles socialist tuesday today thanks maria for having me it's always such a pleasure to see you same here. Today's topic, we're looking at shoulder adjustments and we know that we've already been able to read part one about shoulder adjustments. In doing my research for shoulder adjustments, part one, realized that there are a ton of resources kind of scattered willy-nilly everywhere around. And then there's nothing that is cohesive and a roundup of just shoulder adjustments aside from traditional pattern making fitting books, which of course I urge everyone to read, but I do understand, you know, you're working from home. You just want to Google something. I totally get it. So to have all that information in one place is very valuable, or at least, you know, even if it's not in the same post, it can be linked together or you'll be able to get to it on the same website. That was kind of the thinking behind that. And then as I was thinking about how to do it, I was like, oh my God, shoulders are so there is so much stuff that happens with shoulders. <laughs> it really affects everything. So when you think about it, the shoulders are really the hanger of your body. Even if you have a larger chest or a dowager's hump in the back, I know there's probably a better word for that, but that's what I'm used to calling it. Mm-hmm. Rounded back or, you know, if you have a greater body circumference, there are still a ton of fit things that happen all around your shoulders, your neckline and your armhole that are derived just from the angle of that shoulder. So I thought, well, let me start there. Yeah. And we'll talk just about the angle of the shoulder, which is called the shoulder slope. And then I'll bring in other aspects to shoulder fitting later on. And so with shoulder slope, what's challenging here, and this is something that's true for both wovens and knits, is that the slope of the pattern, which starts at the neck join of your body and your shoulder and goes to your arm join at the top of your shoulder and the top of where your sleeve would be. So that angle going down and out from your neckline straight down and out. So if that is too sloped, if it is too straight, your garment will end up having some kind of drag lines in it, regardless if it's wovens or knits unless your knit is just so tight and small that you can't see anything. Talking about drag lines, one of the things that I find really confusing when I read fitting books, especially, a lot of them depend on illustrations to show what the problem is. But when you're looking at the illustration, it's just a bunch of wiggly lines. Mm. There are some that are better done than others. But for me, I will look at that and think that just means nothing to me. It's garbledygook. I cannot make heads or tails. It's I need a translator. I can't figure it out. And I'm a very visual person. So if I can't figure it out, hmm, chances are there are a lot of other people who can't too. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that category. Right. So one of the best fitting books that 
I think exists is the Sarah Veblen Photo Guide to Perfect Fitting, I think is what it's called. The nice thing about that book is that she has muslined everything and has muslined every single fit issue and taken super clear photos of what it is and then describes the issue and then shows you how to fix it on the pattern. And I think that's what's missing from a lot of these fitting books is just a clear photograph and the description of the dragline itself. So when somebody says the dragline is pointing to the problem, the point of the dragline is where the issue is, not the coning out. It's an arrow. The point of the arrow is the narrowest part, and that's what's pointing to the fit issue. Right, exactly. So if you are looking at a shoulder and there is a dragline coming out from the neckline and coning out into the armhole, that means that you do not have enough shoulder slope. You need more slope at the neckline. And if that happens, you may have to rework your neckline. You just have to kind of look at it on body and figure out what works for you. And then the opposite then is if you see where the dragline point starts at the shoulder and the cone opens into the actual neck, that means that there's too much slope and it is probably standing away from your neckline at the neck join and the shoulder as well. So when you're looking at those two things, it's kind of imperative to see where is the coning going and where's the point. So in this post that I wrote, I also included another photo example of the coning being released further down on the body vertically, which can also happen, but it's still pointing straight up. That point is still coming right up to the neckline. So there's not enough slope to let that fabric release and sit the way that it needs to. I find visually having a photograph of the issue so you can see it makes a huge difference. So what did you do, Gabby? So when I made these mock-ups to show the shoulder issues, what I did was I started with a really sloped shoulder and then reduced the slope by half an inch each time and then sewed the shoulder seam to show what the new slope would be. So it's remarkable to see the difference that just half an inch makes on the fit of the rest of the garment. If you are having shoulder slope issues, this is how to look for them and figure out how you need to fix them. And then I do link to a couple of different ways to actually make the pattern corrections. I find that there is a school of sewists who really like slash and spreading. So I've linked to the slash and spreaders. And then I've also linked to the people who like to make e-patterns or do things on the computer. And it's easier for them to see things as the total shape. I'm in that category as well. So you can see where you need to just move your lines. So there's some really good examples there. So that's really good for our listeners so that they can go to your part one blog post for shoulder adjustments and find those references. Yes. And then in terms of what we're doing for future shoulder blog posts, I want to talk about how to adjust things for narrow shoulders, for broad shoulders, and then how those adjustments will affect necklines and armholes. And then I also want to talk about interior constructions. So things like shoulder pads, sleeve heads, any neckline treatments that you may need to put into outerwear, which may require a different shoulder slope than you actually have on your body to accommodate the stuff that's going inside the garment. Oh, yeah. So look for that. That's really good. I'm looking forward to the next series of posts that you've got around shoulder adjustments. Yeah, cool. Those are a lot of works. The good thing that our listeners would already know and people who read Socialists know is that you don't just put out one piece of information. You've always got all the references. You do the research. And so they're always really good posts to always go back to. 
I hope so. There are a lot of links in those and I hope people actually click through to see what they are. I'm never including anything that I haven't actually personally vetted or read through or have used previously before. Trying to make sure that everything is good information. Good information, really well researched and thorough. So thank you for doing that, Gabby. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure always. (laughs) Thanks again for coming back to the podcast. Have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Gabby Brown, soundbybensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Post any questions or suggestions you have on our Instagram account at So Organised Style or in our podcast website at www.soorganisedstyle.com or on our Facebook page. Make sure you go back and listen to over 230 free podcasts available now. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.